Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report, checking in with Dairy Girl Network, which is approaching its 10-year anniversary. The organization has been able to secure members from coast to coast and has its sights set on more growth. But it has humble roots here in Wisconsin. Laura Daniels is the president and founder of Dairy Girl Network, which started during World Dairy Expo, when Laura invited friends and friends of friends to network at a dinner. She tells me 45 people showed up and there was a clear need to bring dairy women together more often. Not only from the start could we see that that women are interested in connecting to one another, but also that there was just this huge need for an organization to help bring those women together, not just here in Wisconsin, but everywhere. So from there, we kept having events and more and more women kept coming to those events. And we could see that it was making a difference in lives. And so we formed Dairy Girl Network. And since then, I'm, I'm just so grateful that we have had the chance to grow this organization not just from the Midwest, but now we are literally coast to coast. There was this this need for women in the dairy industry to come together. Why? What was lacking before Dairy Girl Network? Women in every sector of agriculture, but most of all dairy, I believe, our lives are just a little different than the average, <laughs> to, to say the least. So the, these are women who are serving with their whole heart in multiple very demanding roles. And that creates a life that is so dynamic, and it can be very difficult for people who aren't in the dairy business to understand that. And what happens is that when women have the chance to connect and share ideas and support with other women who they don't have to explain themselves to. They can just get so much further faster where they can actually help each other with ideas and solutions to problems that they can't even explain to people who aren't dairy producers. And so I think the demand, the interest in Dairy Girl Network really stems from the unique lives that our members live. And it's not just the women on farm. It's also the women who serve the dairy industry the nutritionists and the veterinarians and the AI technicians and the marketing people who are trying to tell the story of these amazing people. They all um, want to do the best they can to help keep people going, help keep the goals of our members, um, help them achieving those goals. And so it's, it's just this really special sort of space that we get to fill. Laura, this also comes from your personal experience. Why don't you tell us your farm story? I am farming. I I actually sold my dairy cows two years ago. Best job ever, ever, (laughs) being a dairy farmer. And I was blessed to be able to do that for 15 years. 
However, that dream, and it was such a dream, it's complete. And now I, uh, my full-time job is I w- work as a consultant um, with dairy farmers across the nation. Pitch Pin Consulting, that's the company that I started in order to do that. However, I do continue to farm. I run several hundred acres of corn and soybeans, and then I also have a beef cow-calf herd. So I am looking to build my network in the, in the beef industry, and having been such an important part of building a strong network in the dairy industry, I am so elated to find women and people who are willing to share their information over there with the beef cows as well. So I'm the kind of person who has to have cows around, and so I am, I am so grateful that I get to do that. I want to dive into the specific events or specific lessons maybe or services that Dairy Girl Network is providing to its members. You mentioned personal and professional development. What does that look like? What are you guys talking about? What are the key issues that you're working to address with your members? Once a month, we offer enhanced webinars. And these topics are personal development, goal setting, but also baby calf care and reproduction protocols and policy about milk pricing. And we're planning one right now about how to deal with rising interest rates, you know, and how that affects our our dairy businesses. So those webinars are a key way that we can bring information to our members. Another is our effort called Stronger Together, and this is an initiative that we have designed around rural mental health, and it's something that is near and dear to our organization, and we think we're in a unique space that we can talk about this, and we want to be sure our members not only have the terminology, but they have direct access to resources. And so we have this gigantic resource library that lives on our website, dairygirlnetwork.com. So if someone's interested in, you know, some articles on how to talk to your kids about the stress in their lives, or if you have somebody who's really at risk, the, the steps that you should take to help guide them towards care. And then May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And so we take a special focus on behavioral health during the month of May. Our webinars are free that month. And then most importantly, we have this online discussion group. Within that group, we talk about the true stories and the triumphs of our members who have dealt with mental health challenges. And and they are willing to share those stories so that they can help others move through those challenging times with more, more ease. So those are a few. We also have a national conference that we do every other year. And the event that kind of started all of Dairy Girl Network, that would be our Connect networking events. And we host those across the nation, normally in conjunction with other dairy meetings. So for example, we're just hosting one at World Ag Expo. Another was at Pennsylvania at their state dairy meeting. A key event is at World Dairy Expo, and we actually have several programming opportunities, educational as well as networking, at World Dairy Expo. So I could go on and on. We have a lot more, but that's just hitting some of the highlights of our program areas. Since, you know, in the almost 10 years that Dairy Girl Network has been around, membership has, has grown from some Wisconsin ladies to now coast to coast. How does membership look? What are the numbers? What we're seeing is definitely still growth, and it continues to grow really at a very steady pace. 
which is amazing because that tells us there's more women out there that we can reach. And yes, the number of dairy farms is shrinking. However, we do know that women are taking on more and more leadership roles and just overall taking, you know, a larger portion of the teams on dairy farms. And so we see a growth. In addition to that, again, those nutritionists, the marketing people, the scientists, the cheesemakers, right? We're still seeing a strong growth in all of those supporting industries as well. And I was also going to say that we are looking for ways to continue to find members who have been harder to reach. And so we're starting to look at the Latina women on farms and how can we bring them into Dairy Girl Network. We're looking at more Spanish English programming. We're not ready to bring those programs out yet, but we're trying to figure out how we can do that because we know there's a whole group of important stakeholders in the industry that we're not reaching. We're not able to get to them, and we really want to find a way to do that. We have 5,000, just over 5,000 members across the nation, and those are people who are engaged with our online discussion platform, and that is available through Facebook. So if anybody's interested in joining that, all they need to do is search in Facebook for Exchange by Dairy Girl Network, and then there will be a few very simple questions that they need to answer, and then we will invite them to join the group. However, we realize not everyone is on social media. And so we also have what we call our official membership. And someone who's interested in becoming a member, they just go to dairygirlnetwork.com. And there's a huge little button to, to click on, and it says become a member. And then they'll receive through email information about all of our programming. And you asked the question about the, uh, as farms grow uh, in size, but also as they shrink in number, how how are we doing with the growth of our organization? And we see that exact same trend as far as herd size within our membership. The average herd size is definitely growing. So we use that as an indication to see that we are reaching all herd sizes, which is very important. We really are focused on growth in the West, in California and Colorado and Idaho. And we just brought a new board member on, Julie Veldheis, who has Wisconsin roots, but is also uh, was a dairy farmer in Idaho and now resides in Idaho. And so we're looking forward to the way that she can reach the members out in the West as well. So, Laura, you mentioned there's still folks to reach here in the United States, but has Dairy Girl Network ever thought about welcoming members from across the border, maybe Mexico, maybe Canada? We always get inquiries, especially from Mexico and Canada, because they are, you know, they see what we're doing. And because so many of our programs are virtual, they can, they can usually join, you know, they could be on a webinar. It just might be at a strange time of the day or, or maybe not, depending on where they farm. We welcome international members to join. However, we are not focused on developing programming for outside of the United States. What we, what we have done is helped other groups in other countries get started, and we've shared ideas with them about what has worked well for us. We're somewhat connected with a women's group in New Zealand. They have a very, very dynamic, a lot of programming that they're doing there, and so we've, we've shared notes and are supportive of each other, but we don't have any aspirations to take it international right now. 
mostly because we just want to stay so focused on our mission, which is helping dairy women and dairy business partners in the United States of America help keep our dairy industry strong and our farm families and our dairy farms strong here. A follow-up question for you, Laura. The United States is big and the dairy industry varies by region. So does Dairy Girl Network tailor any of its events to a particular region? We do have members coast to coast and dairying is different in the West than it is in the Southeast, for example. So different. What we have found is that when we do local events, so a local connect event, there might be some specific, the speaker might be more specific to that region. Um, however, the topics of personal development, the topics of work-life balance, the topics of healthy cabs, the topics of how to be a great manager, those topics are universal. And so we always have a core of those topics that and, and sources of information that are valuable to everyone, no matter where they are. And then we'll layer in specific things to be sure that the information is accurate for the area. We're really proud that we've been able to be successful with that because the same thing is true for herd size. So you might think that someone who's managing 50 cows doesn't have anything in common with someone who's managing 5,000. However, when we do our national conference, we do surveys. It's a, it's a pretty involved survey. And what we see is that actually we can choose topics that are, we get five out of five from both the 50 cow and the 5,000 cow operator because of the way that we're choosing topics that appeal to everyone. Laura Daniels, along with us, the president and founder of Dairy Girl Network. She has two years left on the Dairy Girl Network board and is looking forward to the ideas that the next generation of dairy leaders bring to the organization. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.